This is a proud production of ITM Media. Good day to everyone listening out there and rambling about racing nation here for a very special episode season two of or episode two I should say of season five of rambling about racing got a great one for you the guys from blind spotting NASCAR podcast are joining us Michael Travis and Andrew and as always Charlie Herc is joining us here on the episode unfortunately Austin and Preston had prior engagements and could not make it to today's or this week's episode we hopefully will have them back by next week again I'm Matt Beamer thank you for joining us here on this episode and like I said we have the guys from Blind Spotting NASCAR Podcast, we're going to go ahead and introduce them once again. Michael, Travis, and Andrew there from the great state of North Carolina, and more specifically, Race City, USA, Mooresville, North Carolina. Gentlemen, how's it going? Great to have you back on the show. How was your holidays? How was everything going for you guys up there? Everything's been going great, man. We really appreciate the invitation. And as you said, we're right here in Mooresville, Race City, USA. And uh, this is, our, this is our, going to be our second episode of the year. We did our intro about two weeks ago. And let's just kind of kick off what we might see happen in the clash, which, of course, we all know was over the weekend. I look forward to speaking with you guys about that. Uh, but, yeah, you guys used to room together. Is that how you met when you were at the Technical Institute here in Mooresville? Is that how... The uh, Matt and Herkus Circus got started? Well, really what happened was we weren't rooming together. We actually hated each other's guts when we first met, if I recall correctly. And <laughs> Yeah, we, we weren't the best of we, friends. We weren't. Um, then we got to hanging out, and then one day I got pretty well snowed slash froze in over there, and I wound up spending a few days over there, and it's been love since. Yeah. Well, in, in, you, uh, a few, few cases later. Yeah, everybody got along a lot better. That's pretty much yeah. what happened there. And I was I, I, at the time I was living in those apartments behind Walmart. I think Brentwood. I think yeah, yeah. Brentwood Apartments. And I actually drove by there when I came up to see you guys from Mooresville a couple years or Martinsville a couple years ago. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't miss it, but a lot of good <laughs> memories right there. <laughs> a lot of good. I, I've yeah. upgraded since then. But yeah, everything's going well. I'm glad you guys are here again. This is going to be a fun episode. We're talking about our. 2023 NASCAR preview here, not just for Cup, but for Truck and Xfinity. We'll toggle more on those, but I feel like we're going to talk more about the Cup Series more than anything. I'm going to also review the Clash, and uh, I'd like to thank this opportunity again to welcome everyone to the show. Make sure to head over to ramblingaboutracing.com to follow us on everything. This episode will only be on YouTube if you're looking for the video version of the podcast, but available on all your regular podcast platforms come later in the week. And make sure to sign up for our Discord as well if you want to join, be on the show, and maybe interact with the show still working out the kinks on that one but sign up for our discord all those links can be found at ramblingaboutracing.com you guys ready to just get into the 2023 preview here ready to hit it let's do it yep Folks, before we continue on with the start of Season 5 of Ramblin' About Racing, I wanted to remind everyone out there about our online stores at Teespring and Bonfire, where you can find the latest and greatest Ramblin' About Racing gear, such as t-shirts like the one I have on, hoodies, hats, or anyone but line up exclusively at Bonfire. 
and so much more. Pint glasses for your beers and everything like that. Just head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under the stores tab, and there you can find the links to both Teespring and Bonfire. All Every purchase will help out Rambling About Racing, bring you better content and hopefully more content at, at tracks around the country later on as we get there. So head on over to ramblingaboutracing.com. Links can also be found be found in the YouTube video below or on your podcast description on your regular podcast platform below. Again, all proceeds help out Rambling About Racing, bring you better content in the future. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, yeah. Hey, man. Here presented by Devos Outdoor Lighting. Make sure to head over to ramblingaboutracing.com. Use that discount code RAMBLING for 10% off of your Devos Outdoor Lighting needs. And that's RAMBLING for 10% off. Finally got a sponsor, guys. Very good sponsor, awesome. as a matter of fact, right Great there. Great job. Devos nice. Outdoor Lighting. Well, that's good. What so, do they do? Is it like uh, landscape lighting around your flower beds, or it's like when you're camping, or it's what kind of lighting do they do? It's this LED kind of lantern, but you can telescope it up to the point where it lights up a lot of stuff. So I find it useful for if I do camping, outdoor cooking at night. Mm. Or really, what I really mm-hmm. like to use it for is if, in case of roadside emergencies, especially at night you can light yourself up as like a christmas tree if you can't get off the road you could at least be illuminated so people don't hit you that's just me that's nice that might be the firefighter okay starting our 2023 season review season preview here i should say and we're going to start off with this question here and this is going to be a roundtable discussion anybody could chime in anything they want and then we'll just go from there which team will have the will be the team to beat this season from your guys' point of view. We're going to start off from the guys from Blind Spotting NASCAR Podcast, whoever wants to go first. Shoot, Travis, you got it. Oh, Michael, you go? Go ahead. Well, if that's okay. Yeah, I, I made a couple notes. I was watching – I watched a lot of the heats and uh, qualifying for the clash, and on Saturday I made a couple of notes and noting that uh, Kyle Busch and Austin Dillon looked really happy together. You know, they uh, looked like they were getting along well. Austin really had a nice stash going. Kyle looked the happiest that he's looked in a long, long time. And then sure enough, uh, when it came main event time, on Sunday night they finished second and third. So I would say watch out for those guys. I think we're going to see a maybe a Kyle Busch resurgence. I think I think Austin's always had good talent, but uh, as they mentioned in the interview after the race last night, they were working together. Kyle, surprisingly, let Austin around him because he had the better – car so that he could try to make a move on, on Truex at the end of the race. Now, when has Kyle Busch ever done that? And so I'm really optimistic about what that team may be bringing to the track this year. So I'm going to have to say uh, Childress will be my answer. Travis? I said this in our season preview that we did last week or a couple of weeks ago. Christopher Bell is my driver slash team to watch this year. I actually picked him uh, to win the cup championship, so the 20 team. I'm being foolhardy here because nobody's done this since Jimmy Johnson, but um, I'm going to pick a repeat. I think until somebody knocks that 22 off the pedestal, I don't see any reason why they're not going to run. They ran pretty well. He tended to uh, move a few guys out of the way, but 
we can talk about that for the clash later. But I, that team is strong, and I think I think somebody's going to have to knock them off. I'd love to pick somebody else because I'm not the biggest Logano fan. But maybe I misunderstood the question. Were you talking about individual drivers or like I, I could say because like, one of the questions you guys brought up was which team combo was going to be the most successful. I was going to say what was the team mm-hmm. to beat, and I mean. It doesn't have to necessarily be the organization. It could just be the individual, gotcha. like Joey Logano or okay. Christopher Bell. But what do you think, Charlie? I gotta save mine for last because I don't. I don't think you'll believe me. So you you go ahead. All right. I, <laughs> I, I, like I, I think I think mine's gonna. I think my pick's kind of gonna surprise you. All right. Well, here's my pick. And and after thinking about this, I put in parentheses after team an S because I think there was a couple teams to keep an eye on. I'm going to agree with you, Michael. RCR racing with Kyle Busch mm-hmm. and Austin Dillon. With Kyle Busch coming in there, being the senior driver that he is and being the seasoned veteran that he is, he's going to, he's obviously brought a lot to the table. We've seen a completely change in there. Though be it an exhibition rate the race and though be it the clash at the Coliseum, there's something different about RCR. Keep an eye on them. But really what I'm looking at is Colleg Racing with A.J. Allmendinger and Justin mm. Haley. I think Colleg Racing is going to surprise a lot of people this season. It's mm. an interesting one. A.J.'s going to have to get his temper in check. He, yeah. uh, he did not behave well not, over the weekend. Not a lot if, he, if he can get that in check, I think it'll, I think it'll be okay. And Haley's got to figure out how to transform or transfer his success in qualifying in the and, and, and into the race. I think that's yeah, where yeah. Uh, Absolutely. lack of practice over the last three years has really hurt those kind of guys. Yeah. Because, I mean, you give the veterans, you looked at the Truexes and the Harvicks and those guys figure out how to race their cars. And Haley just have enough seat time, and they only get 20 minutes of practice. Haley said it himself uh, after qualifying, after he won the pole. Well, we showed our strength. You know, we, we were good yeah. here last year, and then we sucked the rest of the year. So, you know, here we are. He kind of downed himself a little bit right there. And he, yeah. he's not wrong. He had one other, in my opinion, one other really good race. And I think that was the Indy road course. And that was majority because everybody took everybody else out. Looked uh, like it was, it was either there or, <laughs> yeah, it was either there or uh, it was one of the road courses where he finished like second, third. Top, he had a top five finish. But other than that and the Coliseum race last year, those were his only races right. that he was worth the crap. Well, I so, mean, Colleg yeah. Racing, in my opinion, has always run well on super speedway races. They always are a threat, especially in the Xfinity series. Can that transfer up to Cup this season? Hopefully, and I think it will. I, Road horses are think, always. Good. I don't think AJ Allmendinger is going to be the one to do it for. I may put my foot in my mouth, but. I don't think he's the one that's going to do it for him. He's definitely developed since we saw him win in Watkins Glen when he was with JGT Jordy Racing. He's definitely developed and grown as a driver since then. You can't take that away. I think it will help that there's a a normal person in that car, that they're not splitting that seat three ways, because I think that also hurt Justin Haley. But AJ couldn't get it done in the Xfinity Series. You know, he never won a title there. So I'd be interested to see if they can pull it off. A lot of people haven't won titles but seen success in the Cup Series, as, and from the Xfinity mm-hmm. Series up to the Fair Cup enough. Series. And I mean, but uh, I, and to your point, a lot of people have not had success in the, in the Cup Series, but dominate in the Xfinity Series. I mean, we've seen that a lot. I yeah. think it go either yeah. way. I think my eyes are on Colic Racing. Are they championship caliber? I'm not going to call it yet, but I think there's somebody to watch. Finally, Charlie, I have yet to hear. We have yet to hear what your opinion is on the team to beat this season. 
I'm going to go with Petty GMS. Now that they have oh, Gregson on board, and on top of that, they have Jimmy Johnson as a team owner now, they got some momentum going for them. You know, Eric Jones did not run bad last year no, at all. He didn't. And, wow. and I think adding – One Darlington. Yeah, I, I think adding somebody like Gregson to the mix is, is going to do nothing but catapult that team forward. They're, and I can see I, he and Eric get along well. I think. I yeah, think that's I, I agree. They both. Yeah. They, they both have super late model, short track backgrounds. I mean, they both come from the same roots, yeah. and yeah. they're going to mingle well. They're going to do well, and I'll, I'll point blank and say it. I think they both make the playoffs. Wow. Okay. I well, also wonder to your point, Charlie, that you know when Stewart came to Stewart Haas, that was an below average organization and his name brought good people. I wonder how much Jimmy Johnson being an equity partner mm-hmm. now is going to not only improve the the drivers but also improve the staff that they have working on those cars. So I, now they can attract higher caliber talent. I agree there. I, I think GMS, you know, GMS coming on board helped. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think the Petty name has probably done nothing but hurt. Uh, I know it's Richard Petty, but golly, you can only ride the coattail of the Petty name for so long. Well, they only won, what, before Petty GMS, there were three wins since 1984, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, it wasn't a lot. And they were, if I'm not mistaken, they were all restrictor plates, except for John, John Andretti had won at Martin. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Here's my thing about Noah Gregson here. Noah Gregson, to me, is kind of like, sounds like A.J. Elmendinger to you guys. He had success in the Xfinity series. He has yet to prove himself to me in yeah. the in the cup series i mean they'll be it he's a rookie we have to wait a few years but i don't think he's going to come out of the box swinging this is his first time in the cup series you're 100 percent right well to, he well you want to talk about the rookie of the year you want to interject this right now because you've got very similar guys coming in uh, with ty gibbs they both ran limited schedules last year ty coming in for kurt bush uh Gregson. so they they've got they both got cup experience not full seasons uh, who do you think between those two guys is going to be the most successful? Who's going to win the rookie of the year? Because I think it's between those those two guys. What are your thoughts on that? I think Ty Gibbs. Wow. He, what sets him apart? Why, why do you say it? Because he won the title last year? No, what, no. What, it's what just, sets him apart? I think he came out of the box swinging when he took over for Kurt Busch after Pocono. After finishing the race, going home, then coming back, and then running decently well in every race that he had in the Cup Series. He didn't. He wasn't blazing up to charts, but he wasn't wrecking. He was. He, he did very fine, and, and no, be it though, Noah Gregson did fine as well. I think Kurt. I think sorry, Ty Gibbs mm-hmm. has the backing of Joe Gibbs, which the team isn't where they used to be, but they're in better equipment by far than GM, Patty GMS. And Petty GMS, I don't think, is right there to contend for anything besides maybe top 15, top 20s finishes right now. We'll see. What does everybody else think about it? I think it'll be interesting to watch. I, I think it will. That, uh, I think that Gregson may have a slightly better year just because I think he's determined and driven to do better than Gibbs. I think just the personal drive that he's got to bet. I think losing the championship to him last year is going to – Provide him a yeah, drive. The leak over. Yeah, the leak over from. I mean, the but not much. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I, the drive to beat him at least. If he it can't, won't be a blowout. Yeah. It won't be. A, I think it's going to be close. No, I don't think so. He's right. I also think let's not forget 
the Ty Gibbs that we saw at Martinsville was the Noah Gregson we saw at Road America. Both those boys have anger issues to figure out behind the wheel. And depending on who they piss off early on, now I know they ran a handful of races last year, each of them, but this is a different sport now. And you're up with the big leagues. You're not a, you're, you're now racing for the title. And so when a guy comes up, you're not just going to pull over. I think it's going to be interesting to see how they get raced, how they, how, how patient they are and whether or not they learn from their veteran teammates. I think it's a, it could be a dead heat. What I do expect is Ty Gibbs to have a higher running position during the race, but he's going to tear up more equipment. So I think at the end of the year, because he's more, I think he takes more chances. So I think what's yeah. going to what you're going to see is they're both going to finish somewhere in the my seventeenth. Yeah, that's right. He'll fi- they'll finish somewhere between twelfth and eighteenth in the in the in the overall standings at the end of the regular season. But which one for me is ahead? I don't know that it potentially matters i think they're going to both have decent rookie campaigns but you know guys there's only two one or two rookies a year now and it's just it's a hard tall mountain to climb i don't think you can discount the four years that noah gregson spent in the xfinity series Mm. i think having that experience learning as much as he did i believe that he will finish higher in points I think if either one of them wins a race, it'll be Gregson. I don't think either one of them will win a race. But I also think that Joe Gibbs Racing didn't learn from their previous mistakes. If you'll remember back to 2016, Carl Edwards abruptly retires. And who did they put in that car? Daniel Suarez. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand that Ty Gibbs is Joe Gibbs' grandson, and he's going to have a little bit more of a leash. I don't think you can discount what... Ty could have learned from another year in Xfinity. If nothing else, another year of maturity. And don't forget Suarez won the title, too. Yes, he did. I I think Ty's going to get his lunch handed to him this year, and I'd be shocked if he finished in the top 25 in points. Now, if you ask us which driver has the better career at the end? Ty Gibbs. I think Ty Gibbs does. Yes, I agree. Yeah. What do you guys think? I think it's so early to tell because we've seen a lot of these phenons come up from the Xfinity series and not produce in the Cup series. The next big thing coming up from the Xfinity series and not competing at all what they expected in the Cup series, it's too early to tell. I, I, mean, yeah, I, I, I would to- answer that one as well, but it would kind of lead into our next question. So, uh, <laughs> let, me just, let me just close with this. In Ty Gibbs's case, he's the he's the rookie on that team. You got two guys that, in my opinion, are on their way out in Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex Jr. Truex more than Hamlin, but I don't think Denny Hamlin's going to stick around and drive that eleven car much longer. And then you've got Christopher Bell, who you know up until last year was on a make or break season, and he made it, and so he gets another year in that car. So. I don't know, guys. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I wonder if, if, it, if it's going to look like in two years like Stuart Haas did last year. I think it's a possibility. You know, if, where that turnover really hurt him. And if that's the case, JGR is going to struggle mightily. I, I'll, I'll, no. I'll, I'll, move us, I'll move us to our next question with, with one of our uh, statements there talking about the careers. If I'm not mistaken, our next question is, you know, who this is their make or break year. 
That's one but, of the questions we can. We yeah, can I, I, yeah. We'll, we'll move to that one. We'll move to that one. Talking about the make or break year and whatnot. I think Gregson's, as far as career wise, he's only at Petty GMS for for a limited amount of time. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it, this may be the only year. He may be there next year, depending on how Bowman does this year. This may be the only year he's at Petty GMS because I, I think this is the breaker make or break year for Bowman at Hendrick. Oh, okay, that's a call. You know, interesting, uh, but not, I uh, along it. those lines, I was surprised. Maybe you guys weren't surprised. Alex Bowman has the same number of wins as Ryan Blaney, and I didn't think he had seven. You know what I mean? Like, I, for some reason in my head, I consider Ryan Blaney a little tear up from, from Alex Bowman, but those guys are kind of similar, actually, if you look at their careers. But, um, Matt, what do you think about make-or-break season? I think right now I'm looking at, for make-or-break season, Stuart Haas race, and more specifically, Ryan Priest. He was he was on my radar when he was with JGT Jordy in the 2020 season. Unfortunately, he had a backslide to the Xfinity Series with Cole Custer being let go at the end of last season. He was given another redeeming chance by Tony Stewart to drive that 41 Ford. I think this is going to be Ryan Priest's season to make it or break it. Now there's going to like like Joe Gibbs Racing. There's a lot of changeover coming up for Stewart Haas Racing. Eric Almarola, who knows if this is going to be his last season or not. He was playing Tom Brady here with retirement and then coming back at the end of last season into this season. We all know Kevin Harvick's done at the end of this season. There's really not a lot of there's not a lot of solid foundation right there at Stuart Haas Racing going in to this or going out of this season at the end of this season. And Eric Almarola is hit hit or miss. And I, I think it's going to be Ryan Freeze, to be honest with you, his make-or-break season. He's got to rise up to the occasion and lead that team and be a leader because he's who's going to take the places of Kevin Harvick, Eric Almarola. There's really few who yeah. can. You say that, but you got two people leaving this year, most likely, from Stuart Haas with Harvick and Almarola. There's a good chance he may leave at the end of the year as well. He signed a two-year yeah, deal, though, right? Say, guys, keep oh, in mind, did he? he signed a two-year yeah. deal. Okay. Now, he doesn't have to stay the two years. But he can't go to anybody else. But you got to keep in mind, Smithfield is a big backer of him and Stuart Haas. And, and we talk about, who's Ford going to put in that car? Yep. That Ford's got a problem. I mean, I, they don't have anybody in the Xfinity Series. What, are you going to put Haley Deegan in that car? Not Riley yet, if, not no, if you know what's good for that's you. Why I, I, and that's why I don't think it's necessarily a make-or-break year for Ryan Priest. I will say, too, I listen to a Unless lot of they the, put Riley, They'll put Riley Herbst in it. They might. Tony Stewart seems to really love that kid, Ryan Priest. My guess is he's got two years. I would not be surprised to not only see him win, but win multiple races this year. If that organization runs well as a whole. Yeah, and um, that organization I, has run. As a whole, I mean, but that's just me, Ryan Priest. I mean, Chase Briscoe won run race last year, didn't really do a whole lot with Stuart Haas Racing. But and even to then, I mean, Stuart Haas Racing as a whole didn't do a whole lot in the 2022 no. season. Ryan Priest, I feel yeah. like this is what's his. A, what's, what's the contract for? Uh, okay, who you just Priest? Uh, no, not Priest, but Briscoe. Uh, Briscoe. Briscoe. He just re-upped. He, he just signed a long-term deal. Blaney's long-term at Penske. So, Blaney, I still think it's a rep make or break. So, he's mine, not because of his ride. That's mine, too. That's what I Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to go? Yeah. No. I, so, what you always complain about is what I was thinking. If that kid's ever going to win a title, he's got to. It's it not soon. a make or break 
Yeah, it's not a make or breaker whether he's going to be a career cup guy. He's, he can probably drive as long as he wants somewhere. But the question is, is he going to be the guy that wins 12 races and you put in that conversation like Harry Gant, or are you going to be, is he going to finally break out and win a title and win 2025? Because I think this is the point of his career where, where he's got to do got to do that if he's going to win a title. What's he coming up on? 30, right? Yeah, you know who his career reminds me a lot of, though? His dad. Yeah, but his dad never won a race. He, he won at Robin Hill. He went one? Mm-hmm. Well, he's one of seven. But I'm just saying, like... He's milk he's toast. A, he's a little lukewarm. He's not anyway. a guy that's going to go out and ruffle feathers. For me, my uh, my make-or-break guy, this is a guy that I think is make-or-break, not to stay in his ride, but to stay in NASCAR, is Ricky Stenhouse Jr. JTG Doherty Racing, those sponsors... I mean, they announced more sponsors last week than Carter's got pills. Uh, it took me, you know eight minutes to read the press release with all the sponsors that they have. That's an old reference. Who's, Carter's yeah. liver pills. That's yes. an old reference. Oh, yeah. I was like, my son does not take a lot of medication. No. And ha- I was wondering who Carter was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> me too. But anyway. I was like, wait. But anyway, you know, the sponsors are tied to JTG Doherty Racing, not Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Frankly, that team, from the time they came in the Cup Series to now, they haven't improved. Well, they started to. I think I think the best they were was when they had Priest and Stenhouse together. Was Stenhouse? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was their best season, and they just couldn't get the money to run that second car. Yeah. I just don't think single-car teams are going to do it anymore, and that's just going to be tough. I, I think another guy that's talking about make or break, he's probably already broke, is Ty Dillon. I think, I think he's... I'm surprised he came back with a full-time cup ride in this fire car. I would have gone down to X. Yeah, that makes you wonder. Is this the, like, like with presidential candidates? Is this really the best that we have? Are these two guys like what? Is there not somebody else going to jump in these cars for these? But I know it's sponsorship. Uh, but man, it where where are the? You gotta you gotta look at the car. It's Spire Motorsports. They have one cup win. They haven't proven that they can. And that was rain shortened. Right? And that was rain shortened at Daytona with. Coincidentally, Justin Haley. They haven't proven that they can run up front. You're not going to get a top name to go jump in that race car and finish 30th every week. I'm talking about a top name. Does somebody in like the trucks or the somebody try to get in there and win a race? I mean, I love Corey LaJoy, but his his best chance to win a race might have been Atlanta last year, and he just couldn't get it done. I mean, I I hope. Seems like a great guy. I met him one time. Super nice guy, but. I mean, if I'm Spire, I'm like, dude, I need to see you do something. Love your hair. Hair is gorgeous, and we should get Main and Tail to sponsor this car. But I need you to win some races. Well, and don't forget, what was it that Ross Chastain said at Martinsville? You can't win. Well, three years ago, I was running 12 laps down for Spire Motorsports at Darlington. Yeah. So, I mean, anyway, we're a little off track here, Matt. But Well, let me ask you which team will backtrack this season. Spire. Well, they can't go they back can't go any back farther. much farther. My surprise they can get behind Rick Ware. <laughs> yeah, Cody Ware can't go anywhere but up. That's right. Yeah. Well, what my thing about yeah. Ty hey. Dillon, speaking of Ty Dillon, I mean, why is he not getting the same attention from Richard Childress as Austin Dillon is? Why isn't he in he an RCR car? Years he ago, he didn't want it. He didn't. He's a lot like Jeffrey Earnhardt. He's uh, a little more humble. Dale Earnhardt Jr. years ago tried to help Jeffrey in his career, and Jeffrey, you know, politely said, "No, I want to, I want to do this myself and do it my own way." 
And, and so, maybe that's something they regret. But yep. I think Jeffrey is on the right track this year with his ride with Alpha Prime Racing. We'll see. But it's a good question. I mean, the best Ty Dillon has ever run was when he subbed for Stewart in the 14 car. Yep. I mean, and that was a chance for him to really take the next level up, and it just those rides just never came. He's a guy that, it, that will take care of a car and finish 18th. He's not going to wreck a car. He's not going to ruffle feathers, but he's not going to take a chance to get a top 10 or a top That's five. True. I mean, yeah. he's just, he's there. You know, I mean, but still, I mean, to be fair to the man, he's still one of the best top 40 stock car drivers in the world. He's just, you know, 30th. Yes. And I'll be honest, if you could go out and make $60,000 a race and finish 30th, wouldn't you do it? Absolutely. You I guess it'd be working blows. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I it does. Yeah. It does. Uh, I mean, what? I mean, I'd enjoy it, but man, I it suck. I gotta win. I, I I need to I need to start running up front, and I need to get in some contention. That's why. I yeah, super- that's why I wonder why don't you go down to Xfinity or truck and go for a championship as opposed to ride around in the back and cup. I mean, uh, look at look, look at Elliot Sadler, Almendinger. yeah, no, or, or the guys that have gone down and come back up yeah. and and been better for it. All right, next question. What's going on about next? This should have been the top of the show question, but it wasn't. <clears throat> what was everybody's take on the clash? Yeah, it was yeah, a good race. It was fun to watch. It was they a, were better at doing it this year than they were yes. better than they were last year. Last was year. a snooze fest. Overall, it was not a bad race. I think what a lot of people were harping on, especially on Twitter, if you were following in on social media there, cautions breed cautions and it all started after yeah. the halftime show here and then it just went kaput right there to me i it, well, what, got, maybe Kal- like, got i wonder if uh, there's some ways i was thinking about this everything that got wisdom like, yeah it got wisdom that's right sure did. <laughs> part of me thought why don't they drop like every 15 20 laps they drop the, the last two cars so by the end, you only have a handful. I don't know something. Like, but then you look at Kyle Busch, who came from the back and drove his yep. way to the front. So sure. I think you saw some drivability. But what I also took away from this is any talk of that being a points race needs to go away. One hundred percent. Because what it reminded me of oh, is yeah. is yeah. the Indy Road Course disaster, where guys just were going into turn one, just drove through people. They can go to Irwindale if they want to. No, I was going to say just take uh, Wallace for example. He. he Whatever you want to say about Bob Wallace, he had a good weekend, good run going, and he got, he got turned. I mean, and then he couldn't. It was so late in the race, he couldn't do anything about it. And I can understand that he was ticked off at the end because he, he had a good ride. It's almost like the rest, a restrictor plate race. Yeah, you it's get turned, you're going to the back. You can't. It's hard to pass on the outside. It's just yeah, the circumstances. Yeah, and, and there were a lot of wrecks that guys retaliated to a guy who was being got, pushed by the guy behind him. You know, it's yeah. three cars back. Like, like pinballs, or not pinballs, but right. uh, dominoes. Dominoes, for yeah. It's like, uh, shooting a, like a combination pool shot. Well, exactly. Um, well, I mean, now, but, but I will I say, if you want fun. entertainment that's not going to get drivers hurt and or killed, like the Bush Clash at Daytona, I think it's fine. But you have, mm-hmm. to, you have to understand that it is what it is. And I think there were drivers like Elliot and some of the other guys that were like, we suck, but it's an exhibition. That's yeah. my point. The attendance was not not great in the heats, but it got better at night. It seems like still only about half full though. Yeah, and I had about looked like it was about sixty percent, about twenty five percent of the heats. There was hardly anybody there, but I'm glad that improved as the night went on. Maybe they just started letting people in. But I did notice a lot of people in the stands had had gear on, and I can't yep. imagine NASCAR was just giving them those jackets. And NASCAR's goal was to reach people they had not reached, and just painting through the stands. 
Uh, you saw a lot of that. You saw a lot of people there watching that race that we don't see uh, when we go to a race at Darlington or Talladega or Homestead or Atlanta or Charlotte. But it is California. Maybe if we went to Auto Club, we would see uh, a lot of people that don't look like us. So if, if that's what they wanted to achieve, I, I think that was successful. I had a really good time watching it. I saw this guy, and they were panning through the stands, and I just wrote this down. I'm like, this is great. I might have to get this shirt. <laughs> it said, I heard what you did for a Klondike. And then Brucey said, call me. <laughs> I thought that was great. I was like, that's that's not even the California. That, that could work anywhere. Does Michael Waltrip normally do the grid walk where he yeah. goes into yeah. the yeah. Recall ever seeing that? Oh, I kind of enjoyed that. I liked it. I know Travis, you're going to say you don't like it, but I kind of enjoyed the going around and him talking to people. And it looked like he may have caught a few people off guard, but I'm sure some of that was staged. But I, I enjoyed it. I liked also that they gave them medals. I thought that was kind of that was cool. cool. I, I yeah. like that. And the, and the three guys that were on that got medals seemed to really enjoy getting. Them. I, yeah. I thought that was cool. That's something you know they give the sword at Bristol. Medals at the Coliseum. I thought that was really cool. So there's just a few takeaways from my. I, I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'd want to see it there every, every year, year, and that might lead to the next question. But uh, yeah, there's a few takeaways I had. Thanks for asking. I did enjoy watching Kyle Bush, Kyle Bush goose Martin Truex. Did I see that? <laughs> oh yeah, coming from behind him. He oh got yeah, him in the, gave him the business. Got a little little, yeah. little, uh, little sack tap. Is that is that is that PG enough? There, yeah, Matt? that's good. Yeah, that's fine. Tap 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 a room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, overall, the race was enjoyable. I really enjoyed watching the race. I mean, did it go on a yeah. long time? Yeah, because caution laps didn't count, which they shouldn't in an exhibition race, if you ask me. There was a lot yeah, of confusion. Like if, you were, if you were listening to the scanners, there was a lot of confusion on when the field was frozen, can somebody go a lap down? And But from what I've read, it, it seems like in 2024, the clash is going to be there at the Coliseum again. They signed a three-year deal with the L.A. Coliseum mm. in order to do that. So we will be back at least for 2024, if I, if I'm reading it correctly. I'm not going to set down in stone until I see it come across the news flash again saying the L.A. class is going to the back to the Coliseum. Could they do without some of the singing? I mean, rap is in my fortois when it comes to music. I mean, I could listen to it from every now and again, but is it my go-to? No, but is it, like Michael said, it's trying to bring in these groups of people i mean a lot of people were hating on that i mean if it's your thing it's your thing and if, you're, if yeah. it's your thing and you're gonna hey he's what he's singing at the coliseum hey maybe I'll, yeah. I'll, maybe i'll watch the second half of the race am i a big the people fan? there had a great time yeah they I, really enjoyed and it. i think it I, I would not be surprised to see them try and put others like the great thing about southern california is you can have that race in february and it's, nice it's good weather yeah it's nice right? weather you can't have that most places but it's kind of like most people that watch wrestling i'm not one of them but i'll watch wrestlemania right right i think that's what this is like you know okay people will watch the daytime 500 of the clash it might get an early boost but let's be honest those people aren't going to tune in for pocono and and that's okay so as long as we all agree that this is what this is and don't try to make it more than it can be. It cannot be a points race. It cannot, If it could be a points race, Fontana wouldn't be reconfiguring. I, I think let it be a spectacle. Let it be a show. It was fun. It was exciting. Was it, was it, the, was it a little long in places? Sure. But it, it sure beats the way the Clash and the All-Star race have been the last two you know, until they went there. Yes. I mean, it's better than that. It's, because the Clash used to be 
run around in a straight a single file line for 55 laps and then somebody wins at the end with a big crash or there's a crash every four laps and there's six cars left yeah so i do think if you're trying to make a product that's a that's an exhibition kickoff i think of it kind of like the way the nfl did the flag football this year was it perfect no but it was different enough that i actually watched it Mm -hmm. you know i actually tuned in to see what it was going to be like and i'd never watch a pro bowl game so, I don't know. So, Travis? Yeah, I'm going to – I agree with everything you guys said, but I'm going to make a bold prediction here. Either the clash or the points race – this is really bold – from Auto Club Speedway, which will not happen next year, will be at Rockingham Speedway either on the mile track or the short track because both of those mm-hmm. just recently got repaved. The only problem with the clash is Rockingham is not warm. And- but if you remember – for years and years. It's the second to, race of the year, yeah. used to run that. Yeah, so. yeah. one other thing uh, that, that I, I think is interesting that occurred to me, Matt, I know that our Formula One expert's not on here, but, you know, Formula One introduced the sprint races last year. Yeah, or a couple years. I think in 2020, actually. Was it 2020? Yeah. Is that something that, you know, the heats were kind of interesting, but should we have a couple of races, and I don't know which they, ones they would be, where – you have a 30% distance on Saturday that sets qualifying for half points and then something on a Sunday. I know IndyCar does the double headers where they have you know points like that, but do you got, what do you guys think about heat-style racing? Kind of gets back to those grassroots. Should, is that a way to sort of, quote-unquote, have more races during the season without actually adding to the schedule? What, what are people's reaction to that? That's something that occurred to me. Yeah, I think Charlie so, brought up yeah, something I, like I that. I was going to – I actually text Matt – about that yesterday before i answer that i'll go back on something you just said uh, and jamie murray said something similar he said you know the clash does bring back some excitement or bring some excitement back for the drivers due to how the old setup was old Mm -hmm. setup was you had to win a pole to be in a clash if that was the case you'd have had 16 drivers at daytona this year i hate to tell you one wreck that's it they're all gone because i looked up the stats there were 16 different pole winners last year. And yep. then you would have had the winner of the clash from the year before, which chances are he was one of them pole one winners. One of the poles. That would have been bo- I'm sorry, but that would have been boring. Before, I, 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 I much more enjoyed yep. watching the clash at the Coliseum than what I would have 16 people going around Daytona. The more I think about it, I feel like the more the clash at the Coliseum is that ugly duckling that everybody berates and belittles, and then all but of a sudden it, it turns into a beautiful swan. Yeah, everybody can't get enough of it. I have a feeling that in, this is a long-term game that NASCAR is playing, and I think. Mm, sure. I mean, it's. Just, I mean, just the way everybody's talking now, because in hindsight, you do a little better. Yeah, you from, know, well, from last year to this through year, the shows. Yeah, but, from last year to this yeah. year, it was a complete yeah. one eighty. Great. It show. was better. It was better. It was better. Yeah. And, 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 and remember, the clash used to be part of Speed 10 weeks. days of festivities yep. with an IROC race and, you, you know, a lot of other stuff that went on. And when all that started to fall away, now it's like, what in the hell are we doing here for, yeah. you know, a Sunday before the Daytona 500? Uh, the other thing, and they mentioned this, Mac Joy has alluded to it like six times on the broadcast, but. Don't be surprised if you see not the clash because of the weather, but the all-star race go to Giants Stadium next year. They want that New York market. They got Watkins Glen. 
Nah, that's too far away. That's upstate. That's, that's countryside New York. Yeah, those they, people, want, the, they, the want, people, they want city New York. There are 18 million people within 30 minutes. Why do you think we're doing a Chicago street race? That's exactly right. I think that's yeah. going to have a lot to do with what they do. We'll get into yeah. that Successful later. Race. We'll get into that later. I have a feeling in the second half <laughs> but, of the show. But we went, we went into, you know, talking about the heat races and stuff. Yeah. I feel wholeheartedly that should happen more throughout the year. It brings more excitement. There is, they have that 100% rule or whatnot that, you know, don't sandbag, can't hold back. There is no holding back in situations like that. Kislowski didn't make it. There yeah. were a lot of. There Elliot lot almost of, didn't make it. Bell almost exactly. didn't make it. Yeah. Yep. So and there you know were a lot of top that? names. You know what nobody goes to watch? Truck and Xfinity races. But you throw a 30% or oh, know, a, yeah. a cup race on that day. You're going to sell a lot I, more tickets. Look, I hate to say, come Bristol Dirt, they should do this exact same thing. Sure, you get a certain amount of points. You get set points if you don't make the show. But then I mean, the point system, you'd have to come up with something there, of course. But you don't make the show, you don't make the show. Yeah, and, it's and just and like qualifying. You reckon qualifying, you start tailing Charlie. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's all there is to it. to not performing. So, right, because uh, you know Austin said something to me whenever he said that. Whenever whenever I brought that up, he said, "Well, you know, so if you didn't win the heat race or whatever, what you would start till the end?" I was like, "No, there's got to be a punishment or or something for not making the race, just like the clash. Like you don't race. I mean, that's Saturday night racing. You fail to qualify, or you don't make a last chance race. You don't race." I don't know, but I, I'm not saying that on like all the time. I'm just saying some of these, some of these certain things they want to do, like the Bristol Dirt Race and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I would definitely say do it at Bristol Dirt Race. They, you know, they make that a special thing. You know, they, people talk about throwing away money and stuff like that at, by paving a football field. Well, you know, yeah, I get it. Works out where they're doing the Bristol Dirt Nationals and stuff like that anyway. I think if that's you a lot of money thrown away. Yeah, throwing well, dirt do, on Bristol. Re, well, they do reuse the dirt at least. Yeah. At least that lives. So they can't. It is. I don't know. What and they, they recycle the aggregate. I think. But what what I could see happening, and I, Travis, you want to jump in here, but if you had a practice session Saturday morning, two of them, and the second practice session, just like during COVID, that practice session set the lineup for the sprint race. Then you have the sprint race, and, you're, and you get half points, third points, whatever it is. Maybe you only give it to the top ten. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You can figure out some system there. And then that's the starting order for the next day. And then you run the full race. I mean, there's, there's ways to do this to bring in more excitement. I mean, F1 thought it was necessary, and that hadn't changed in 100 years. Yeah. Um, well, what do, you, so. what do you run this by, y'all? And I've ran it by Matt and them. You know, the stage racing. I like it. I don't think they need to get rid of that. I do think they need to get rid of the call or you know caution laps counting in between the stages. Yes, that's yeah. But I don't think the stages should be given out to the teams until pre race festivities, all that kind of stuff. You or know, do what they did on road courses. Just still have the stages. Just don't throw the caution. Yeah. yeah, but here's here's my thing with that. I'll make two points here. One, if they do that, then you're going back to taking commercial breaks with 10 laps to go. And nobody wants that. The, the next, well, they did it in the heat races. <laughs> they, did it, they did it once. 
But the networks, they're getting about 28 commercials in because of the stage breaks. The other point that I'll make on the heat races is this. If y'all remember back five, six, seven years ago, NASCAR tried this in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. It didn't work. Well, that's a different talent. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. But what I'm saying is all guys are going to do is ride around. You're not going to get... Not if you give stage points. Not if you give extra bonus points for the top ten. Not if you... I mean, there's ways to make that difference. I don't want to see heat races. I, I just yeah. I just don't. But or, or you could do a sprint. It's a, you know, F1 is still a real race. They just give out... And they give out points. Yeah. You know, Xfinity didn't give out points, as I recall. No. But so, so you give out points. You can't ride around. You can't Jimmy Johnson it. That's... You know, Jimmy Johnson wouldn't have won seven titles in stage era. Not just because of the playoffs, but because how many times did they take pre-race adjustments, start in the back, and blow the doors off everybody? Yeah. But you can't do that anymore. It's changed the game. I don't think Napa would be really all that happy if Chase doesn't make, make the show. But I or think you could fill in the blank. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. saying I think there's yeah, too much I, money. You'd have to make the show, but not, maybe you start race. And you, sure. Yeah. And right. you almost you would almost have to get rid of the charter system because all I, that needs to go are, away anyway. It's not going away. It's here for good. I don't know about good. By the time we're all dead, maybe it's gone. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, right. Should we yeah. move along? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the only other thing about the stages is they need to switch it up. It don't need to be necessarily – and it needs to be random. It needs to be instead of short, you mean short announce. You mean announce like we're going to take a break at lap 80, but don't – Well, no. I, you, it could be set, but – not until the day of the race. Like, okay, hey, it's gonna. It's, it's always short, short, long. It's gonna be random draw. Hey, today it's long, short, short, or short, long, short, or. But I think they have to reinstitute uh, a substantial amount of practice. Yeah, because I think yeah. the short, the short stage at the beginning, they can make adjustments. I think if you do a long stage. You're going to have people getting laps down. You know, it's cars just, just going to be, yeah, I think you got to be careful with that first stage. Or if you're going to do your idea, let them practice and get their cars dialed in. I mean, crew chiefs get paid a lot of money. They do. It's a, some interesting meat on the bone here, though. I mean, yeah. NASCAR's oh, got sure. a lot of options. Yeah. And, and this is a, I mean, for me, it's, this is bonus points. I mean, I think the stage racing has infused new life. I mean, those 500 mile races were a snooze fest. And now you've got at least. Something to care about, yeah. you know. And the bottom line is, I think NASCAR, a lot of this, the new TV partners, which I think will still be Fox and NBC, I think they're going to determine what happens. Well, we know it's going to be Fox. Oh, it's going yeah. to Amazon. Yeah, I, it is going to stream. There's a lot that's going to – but Fox is keeping it because they already announced Harvick joining. has got a multi so, so, I mean, yeah. I don't know what they're paying him I mean, for. everything streams it. nowadays. NFL yeah. streams on Amazon – I mean, MLB streams on Amazon. So Fox, what Fox might do is like the NFL model you talk about, which is we're going to broadcast it, but Amazon will let you buy half our contract and put it on yours too. Right. Yeah, they, they, NASCAR, yeah. Will, they've already said they're not going to sell a portion of their cup schedule. They're just a sole streaming partner. So I don't see that. Well, a lot of their um, – a lot of their core audience I mean, may not have streaming. They can get yeah. bought out. Yeah. I mean, right. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan paid two hundred thirty million dollars so that TNT will, uh, broadcast the Charlotte game instead of the Lakers game Thursday. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. Hey, anything happen. Money talks. That's right. Yep. 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 All right. Money talks. Next question here. What event are you guys most looking forward to this season? Chicago and Street I, Race. I, I, th- I, I think I know what Travis, Mike, and <laughs> Andrew are going to be insane. All three of us. No, I think I think I know what your your guys' answers are going to be because it's on your bucket list. What do you think it is? Daytona. Nope. That's one of them. That's one of them. That's one of the three. But we're also <laughs> we're also going to Indianapolis for the five hundred this year. Oh, I didn't know about that. At least, yeah. uh, or at yeah. least I didn't. And. And we'll be the third big ticket item this year. Oh, are you guys going to a Formula One race in Austin? No, no, no. Well, no, that'd be okay. Nice, but or, no, Miami? You can't afford Miami. So the thing, oh, that, okay. the thing that everybody's excited about, hadn't had in a long time, Wilkesboro. Wilkesboro. Yeah. Oh, we you guys got tickets. Yeah. Well, yeah. congratulations. So, awesome. I don't know how we. I don't know. It's just going to be the year of a year of racing. Uh, so yeah, definitely. Excited. I can tell you what I'm not excited about, which I hope I become excited about. We're actually not going to Martinsville in the spring for the first time in what seven years. Well, mm-hmm. no. that race has been ruined. Now, I will say that the clash gave me a little bit of hope that maybe short tracks aren't dead. But daggum, that's a conveyor belt of misery for Absolutely. 500 laps up there. I can only and imagine. they still talked about, well, man, it just it hurt, you know, getting but why well, tell you, the cars aren't designed to. Buckle at low speeds. They're designed to buckle at high yeah. speeds. I, you're going to feel it at 80 mile an hour. Yeah. Quit you complaining a, a little bit. Yeah. I mean. So so what about you, Matt? Charlie, what are you guys looking forward to? What's on y'all's schedule this year? My first race is a Friday night in March. So I, I get past that one first. We'll go from there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's you racing. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the South is that South Alabama Speedway, and it's uh, what late models. Still the Cup Lights, unfortunately. I wish, boy, I wish I could get behind. Who was it we talked to? Late model, modified, something. Bobby Allison group. I mean, no, uh, there was. uh, um, Yeah, he's he's, he's, Grant. Grant Enfinger. Yeah, Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grant's uh, won that race two times. Um, You're talking the Rattler. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. won that race a couple of times. I actually, that, that's down by Mobile, right, Charlie? No, uh, no, it's actually three miles up the road from where I live. Oh, okay. What? So, isn't there one uh, down in Mobile? There is. There's Mobile International Speedway. Okay, okay. Um, I got confused. I got my Alabama geography screwed up. No, you're you're good. Uh, <laughs> but no, I I love Grant to death. I got to work with him while I was in North Carolina and stuff like that. Big fan of he's Grant. He's a good dude. Uh, he is. He is a really really good dude. Um, I, I wish he could get the get the chances and, and the doors open for him, but some of these other guys have that have I think this might be his year. foot in it. Travis picked him to I, win the title. I think this Uh-oh. is his year. Yeah, That'd be interesting. Matt, what what you got going on this year? Well, really, the only race that I can afford to go to, as far as time with the baby and all, which by the way, she turns one on Saturday, which I is know. hard to believe, right? Crazy to even think about here, but yeah, she'll be one on Saturday. And and gone are the days where I could go to nine races a year and happily do that, or more so easily do that. But I think the big ticket item on my just race. Just check her with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not going to. A couple more years, you can do that. A couple more I years, I could, kids are sleeping. Emma goes all the time. Yeah. A couple <laughs> more years, I could do that. And and, and uh, let's just say I'm glad we got a camper now where we could do that. But really, the big ticket item on my list is to race two hours up the road, the Labor Day Classic Southern 500. I'm 
planning to be there for Darlington this year. I mean, it's convenient, same state, two miles up the road, take the camper, have some fun right up there. But that's the race I'm more most looking forward to. And you get to stop at Bucky's in Florence. That's right. I you do. can't go wrong with Bucky's. Bucky's rules. Also, what I'm looking forward to is seeing if NASCAR. I mean, I know we saw the clash. Is it your traditional short track for NASCAR? No, it's not. In my opinion, it's not. I mean, maybe maybe back 74 years ago when they started racing NASCAR, yes. But really, what I'm looking forward to is seeing if the short track package has improved at tracks like Martinsville, at tracks like Bristol, to see if, or and as well as Richmond, to see if races there have are going to be improved in this season. They gotta, they gotta take traction away coming out of the corner. The problem is you can't get up off the corner to get inside a guy. Now the clash gave me hope because you could, you could run wide and like there was was it Kyle and. Um, Somebody it was either one of the heats or the main where they were swapping back and forth doing the over under to each other, and uh, that uh, was yeah. the old him and True X. Yeah, that that was awesome because. But I think Martinsville's too big for that to happen. You know, the way Martinsville always worked is you could either get in well or get off well, like they talked with the class. And now the car handles so well, you can do both, and you can't get off the corner any better than a guy. And the tires don't wear, and there's a lot of things we've talked about they could maybe do, but um, gosh. Martins was just not a good race anymore. So I hope I don't see it in person, but I'm curious to see if they get to implement the wet weather package yeah. for short tracks this year. I, I'd like to. That'd be interesting. It would be yeah. interesting, but I mean, at the same time, oh boy, I hope it doesn't just turn into a crap show. Well, <laughs> I think I think it's still not going to be all. I mean, I think Austin told him taught him something two years ago. I mean, they about killed. Who oh yeah, did, was it about Truex? Ken's, Truex, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it can't just be. Oh, you know, no holds barred. But if it's sprinkling at New Hampshire, I'm not sure that race could be any more boring anyway. And that used to be such in. a great race. It did. It really did. Except the year that Burton led all 300 laps. That was a little snoozer. But, the year that know, they put restrictions restricted plates on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the year after Petty died, wasn't it? Petty and Irwin. Yeah. Petty yeah. and Irwin right there. Yeah, Kenny Irwin. Yeah, same corner. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Right, Michael, What? Or wait, I guess all of you, Indianapolis 500, uh, all-star race there in North Wilkesboro. And what was the third one? Daytona. Daytona. Yeah. I, I know you were joking, uh, Charlie, but uh, my home office is in Chicago. And if I can get a work trip that weekend, I, I wouldn't mind just going to see it. But daggum, the ticket prices for that thing are $6,000. Ridiculous. What? I mean, it's a, it's a few hundred bucks just to get in the door. Yeah. Oh and when goodness. I called about, this woman said, well, we got all kinds of packages. We have this, this, and that. I said, okay, how much is that? And she said, well, for the weekend, it's about $1,000 a person. That's because you have to uh, buy life insurance with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That's yeah. probably true. I, I do <laughs> think that race is going to suck, though. I think it's going to be follow the leader. We'll go um, ahead and follow it on the flip side. Most races, the best race you're looking forward to, or what you're looking forward to this season to this one, I think it's going to be a consensus vote and a uh, a total five for five here. The event you're not most looking forward to, and I, I got down Chicago Street Course, and I want to hear everybody say it, unless it's, there's something different here. Uh, in, Indy Road Course is kind of up there with me. Last two years have been terrible. We had the yep. one year with the rumble strips, and then last year was just bumper cars. And if they want to run that as an exhibition and let them run all over each other like last like last weekend, that's fine. But you can't have Ross Chastain blow the chicane and then come out ahead. Like, he went through the escape road, followed the rules, and made positions up. Like, now, you can't. Andrew, you know there's certain people 
that can get away with things. Yeah. So it's just, you know, you can't just go into that turn and just go, well, I'm just going to run through the guy in front of me. But I, it's a shame because I think places like Road America put on a great show when they're not going there. What about you guys? Anything besides Chicago Street Course? So for me, this one's easy. And, you know, thankfully they hacked 100 miles off of it. Texas? Texas Motor oh. Speedway. I mean, well, that, this will be the last year for it. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think they're one of the tracks that's going to get their one and only date chopped. Hmm. Yeah, where's it go? I don't know. It's a good question because it would have to go to a SMI property. Iowa? Uh, that's not owned by SMI, is it? No, NASCAR owns that. It's the one that got lost from this year that was really popular. People Road America. Road America. Mm-hmm. It won't go there. But that's independent. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. But they Who can't. owns Milwaukee Mile? The city of Milwaukee. The city, yeah. So they're going to have to either do something to Texas, make it a short track, make it a super speedway. Do yeah, something run with two it, races at Dover. Or they're going to lose. They could do that. They could do that. But I also think, which it's not going to happen next year, Nashville Fairgrounds. There's a chance they could hold Texas until the fairgrounds gets ready, and that's where that Texas date goes. I still think they should do one of these street courses where they run it. They do a double header and they run it one way on Saturday and backwards on Sunday. <laughs> okay. I I think we're all in con- agreement right there. Chicago street course. I mean, it could turn into something like the clash at the L.A. Coliseum where it's horrible at first and it gets better. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm bet gonna the you know, I think of it like I, man. I, we'll see. We'll I, see. I, I'm gonna be the oddball out, and I, I'm gonna say Richmond because yeah. that has been yeah. freaking maybe it'll rain. snooze fest. I'd rather yeah, I, maybe I, it I will rain. Rather watch yeah. road course racing. Yeah. Than yeah. Richmond yeah. Speedway. I don't yeah, really have high hopes for the new track president. <laughs> I, I applied for it, Charlie. I, I, know I, tried, you did. I tried and my you hardest. Let me down miserably. Well, I just don't have the connections like I thought right. I did. You don't have the credentials <laughs> so, so either, Matt, obviously. <laughs> Matt, I want to ask you this, though. Yeah, what's up? In, in terms of the Chicago Street Race, I think it reminds me a lot of the Nashville Indy Race. Cool idea. Yeah. Great city. Mm-hmm. Too small. That race is a disaster too, both years they've run. Too narrow. It is too small. You cannot pass. It's nothing but a rep fest in that one corner. And I'm afraid that's what we're going to see at Chicago. Now, I think you'll see them race there a couple years. But I think it's a really, really neat idea. I I, I just don't think the layout's there to make it happen. They signed a three-year deal. So. Oh, crap. Okay. Yeah, so. There, there's no way they would put all this effort into it. And, only get and that's the way years. Nashville is yeah. with Indy. I think yeah. it was a three-year deal with that, with Indy. Yeah. Right. And it's cool going across the bridges and all that. But, you know, when Jimmy Johnson finishes in the top ten because all the cars crash. True. Yeah. Not a problem. He is going to run yeah, it. There's so. a good reason why he came back to NASCAR. Yeah. Two 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 things about the Chicago Street Course before we move on. One, it was an iRacing concept. Keep it on yeah. iRacing. Two, a, a few years ago, Clint Boyer was on the Dale Junior Download, and I hate bringing up a competitor download or a competitor podcast here, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. He said NASCAR does not need a street course, and this is yeah. a to try to get fans and follow the money and do whatever it takes to get fans here and get people back interested in NASCAR when right down the road, maybe, what, an hour and a half, two hours away, was a perfectly good speedway in Chicagoland. It was right there in the heat of the market, and you didn't have to repave and close down roads and 
Chirac over and there. And don't forget, they also had Chicago Land Speedway, which was where the Indy cars ran in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, I mean, there's... Both of those properties, though, the problem that happened with this, both those properties were more valuable as not racetracks. Right. And, and so and, they got sold. And yeah, you know? and, and, um, that, and that really sucks because I really loved Chicago Land Speedway. I, I, that it was, was great. I, I went there a few times. Yeah, the only and, time I ever saw Tony Stewart win was at Chicago Land. The and, view and, was great. It was a great facility. And I am never, and right now it's, I will never ever get a chance to go there. The only chance I get to even be close to it is through iRacing right now. Yep. And, and that's but such, the, such the one holdout I have, the hope, the one hope is the Clash was an iRacing idea. And it wasn't the best, but it wasn't a di- complete disaster this year. Maybe not this year, but next year it'll be better. In the words of Michael, we'll have to wait and see with the Chicago yep. Street Course. I'm not going to hold my breath on it. I'm going to give it my dual due diligence and watch it, but I'm not going to look forward to the Chicago Street Course. I'll give it the ratings and the views, but that's about all you're going to get from me until we see the checkered flag fall. Watch it be the best thing ever. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, well, that'll be hilarious. Prove or or Richmond will be Charlie. Prove me uh, wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to hold I my breath. I probably won't even watch it. I'll get yeah. texts and be like, "Man, did you see that race?" <laughs> no, I was in nope. bed. Yeah, <laughs> right, uh, Michael, you have any more? You have any questions for us here? I know you have a list of questions over there for us. I've asked a few, uh, Travis or Andrew. You want to throw a couple? Yeah, because I know well, I got a couple. I kept here. telling the boys this. I, I think we need to talk about Joey Logano's hair. What do you guys think of it? Is it? Are, are they hair plugs? Oh yeah. Hair you, oh, know, no, it's, I, you know, I, I'm not trying to call anybody out, but I don't guess I noticed another man's hair. I don't guess I paid well, much attention to it. I only brought it up because Mike Joy <laughs> brought it. I think Mike Joy brought it up, but but he put out a thing on Twitter where he's comes up and he's rubbing his hands through his hair and he's hawking some. You know, hair regrowth. Like hair club. Hair was a hair club for men. Might have been. Uh, yeah, hair club. Yeah, yes, and it is. Hair. I mean, he went from a horseshoe to like he's got Martin Truex hair now. Luscious, lush, yeah, lush. I just uh, lush black yeah. pastures. I just kind of find what what electric razors don't leave like dry skin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> My thought is, if that's the way he wants to wear his hair, more power to more him. power to uh, good him. for him. Yeah. Got Jamie Little's attention. When he's when, when he's the, when, when he's the, <laughs> I guess I need to I mean, try. Whatever, man. Speaking, whatever it works. But speaking of Jamie Little, she got a promotion. Yeah, she did. That's yeah. good for her. Yeah, yeah. she's good for all of us. Call about half of the truck races and all the ARCA races. Yeah, it's good. All right. Well, aside from Joey Logano's luscious locks, right there, I got two more questions here, and those these both come from. You guys, uh, you guys are over there at Blind Spotting NASCAR Podcast. Mm. And before we get into making our playoff predictions, because at the end of the regular season, before the playoffs, I like to calculate and see who got the most correct here. Two more questions here, and this comes from Michael here. What are you looking forward to from the Xfinity and Truck Series season? Those afterthoughts here. But Xfinity and Truck, what are you guys most looking forward to in this season? I'm interested to see how Haley Deacon does in, in Xfinity. I, I hope that she does well. It's going to be interesting to watch that. Uh, she's she's running partial, she's right? running trucks. I thought she was running a partial Xfinity. They have she it. is. Yeah. yeah. And full-time truck, right? She? Yeah. Yeah. I Who's thought so. What's she Xfinity for? I, think I thought she got promoted. Is... I think nah, she got promoted to it. Yeah. I thought, maybe am I wrong? No, she's, she's driving the one for 
She's driving for Thor Sport in trucks. It says she'll be racing in uh, truck and Xfinity for Thor Sport. Okay, that's interesting because they've never run an Xfinity car. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what yeah. I mean. And, and I mean, you got the back well, it probably sure. comes out of Stuart Haas's shop anyway. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> as far as the trucks, I'd love to see uh, Matty D make some gains this yes. year. He, he needs to. I hope yeah. he does. I hope he gets multiple wins. Talk about make or break. This year. Yeah, yeah I, I think yeah. so. Those are the two things I'll be looking for. I'd love to see. Has Allgaier ever won a title? No, he hasn't. Nope. I'd like to see if he can get it done without Braxton and Gibbs uh, in the mix this year. But that's that's my what I'm looking for. What are you looking for, Travis? Yeah, so for me, I mean, to me, there's four guys. Well, I guess five, technically. You got... So that's not Haley Deegan. No. I, I just think... <laughs> not, not that we know of. I think your championship favorites are Rhodes, Infinger, maybe Corey Heim, and, and, and Majeski. I think those are my top four. Outside of that, who's going to win the race? No, I, I think Same you're forgetting Smith. about... Did James you Smith. say? Did you leave oh, out? Wait, well, Brandon Smith. Jones. Who is he's Brandon? an Xfinity. Brandon Jones. He's an Xfinity. Oh, Brandon. Brandon. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's he's driving the nine for. Oh, okay. Derek. Are we t- we're talking yeah. about? He was talking so, truck. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. My yeah, bad. So, so I think those are my top five drivers when you when you throw Zane Smith in there. I, I think the truck series might be down this year, guys. I I really do. What about Xfinity? Xfinity. So I picked Allgaier to win the championship. You know, I want to see – I know we picked Brandon Jones a lot last year, and it bit us. He's in mm. top-notch equipment now. I want to see what he can do with it. Yeah, I think the truck series, you're going to see four or five guys win. I mean, you might get a Matty D to sneak in there. Xfinity, they might as well just name it the Junior Motorsports Series because yeah. I think all four of those guys are going to make the final. Yeah, I mean, Austin Hill's there. He's got a shot, but – you look at those four in the junior motorsports table, not only are they the best equipment, you can argue that that's four of the best six drivers in the series. Yeah. Oh, Custer. My one dark – you just stole it, Michael. My one dark horse for Xfinity would be Cole Custer. You just want Andy's to sponsor him so you can go get the Cole Custard. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. Yeah. I want to touch his Yeah, that Tootsie's hat rules, doesn't it? It really does. Got I just that, wanted to say Tootsie's. I, could, I don't really want to say Dennis Warriors, but I, you know, I just want to say Tootsie's. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can take a road trip to Nashville. <laughs> trying to the yeah, oh, my goodness. Yeah, there it is. Do you guys have any thoughts on the truck or Xfinity series? I, I'm just going to caveat off of what you guys said. Junior Motorsports in the Xfinity series, they had a 75% chance to win it on paper last season. <laughs> Couldn't get it done. Didn't do it. I'm looking at Brandon Rip. Jones. Can he put his money where his mouth is right there in that nine car taking over Noah Gregson's spot? I, I would say that is a definite upgrade in the Xfinity series when you talk about going from Joe Gibbs racing to a junior mm-hmm. motorsports car, which will leave him into a potential spot right there in the Cup well, Series and for for uh, Chevy team, most definitely. For the trucks... JTG like, Doherty wants Stenhouse's out. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hopefully none of his new teammates will... Yeah, I, I, I don't think they will. Junior, yeah, Mo- junior motorsports gels well together. It's not. It's a totally different atmosphere, and I'm not talking from experience. I'm just talking from the outside looking in. It's a totally different atmosphere. Truck series, one name, one team. Haley Deegan, Thor Motorsports. We talk about Matt Benedetto making or breaking. Is Haley Deegan, yeah. is this her making break season right here? Because Haley Deegan, yeah. pretty face. Yeah, she can bring in money, but can she and do I, it? 
Oh, I'm not trying. I, I, I guess I, I am defending her in a lot of way, but trucks and Xfinity are huge difference. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it, it may suit one. Yeah, it may suit somebody to be in one more so than the other. I honestly feel that Xfinity may just suit her more so than the trucks. They drive differently. Everything. Yeah, I, I'd you be willing you have to, to manhandle be, those trucks, and she's small. I mean, you like, yeah. you know, a lot. You have to be. I mean, no offense, but I mean, men have more muscle mass per per kilogram of body I, weight. I mean, I'd like to see how she does average finish wise and whatnot for the Xfinity races and stuff that she runs. This she year. ran one last year, right? So, yeah, it top was 15 top fifteen in Vegas. Yep. So, you know, and there are people. And like Vegas ain't an early. easy track to get around. No, it's not. And you know, there are people that guess. I mean. You got ten championships between Stewart and Johnson, and they didn't even sniff success in the Xfinity Series. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm not saying she's going to be a great Cup driver, but I'm I, I right. like what you're saying, Charlie. That sometimes certain series just aren't cut out. It could, you know, a Truck Series also runs on a lot of difficult tracks, and she's going up against guys like a Grand Enfinger, like a you know a Matt Craft, and guys that have Tom you know, I mean, oh, I mean, tons of experience, and she's what 22, 23, yeah. Now, I know there are guys that come in there and win at 18-2. I get that. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what she does as well. Yeah, that, that would be my two picks right there. Anybody else have anything else before we get into our final question, before we get into our playoff pick? <laughs> I don't think so. I guess nope. not. And this is coming from... Final question. This is coming from... Final question. This is coming from you guys at Blind Spotting as well. Which team combo slash duo will be most successful in 2023 as far as the Cup Series? So you said you said Childress, right? Yeah, I think Childress. I mean, her. I mean, they've only got two drivers, right? Plus, um, yeah, two drivers. Yep. So I think uh, her drive. I don't even. Have, I don't know how to say this. It's hard to compare. You've got two there. You got Hendrick's got four. Gibbs has got three. But impact per driver, I think, would be uh, those two guys. Just from what I saw the weekend, I think they really like being around each other. You know, Austin Dillon wasn't just wasn't terrible to begin with. He, I mean, he's had. I think the kid's got talent. Is he the best out there? No. Does he has he had a lot of resources due to who who his grandfather is? Absolutely. Uh, but he's shown some flashes of being racy. I did not used to be an Austin Dillon fan. I don't have any Dillon merchandise. I just appreciate him more as a driver now than I used to. And I think Kyle Busch is only going to be able to elevate his game, uh, Kyle Busch will be able to elevate Austin Dillon's game, and I think they're going to be a force to reckon with, especially on these uh, super speedways uh, and where you have to have a teammate to be successful. Dillon's already good on those tracks, uh, so uh, watch out for that for that duo, I think. All right, what about you, Travis? I'll take the low-hanging fruit that is Hendrick Motorsports. <laughs> good for you. Way to go out on that thick old limb. Yeah. <laughs> Just, Boy, you chanced life on that one, didn't wow. you? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I made some other bold predictions tonight. It's time I make a layup. I'm struggling. I, I want to say track house, but I think they're going to take a step back. I don't think so. I don't think, you know, I, I, so good. Uh, I want to say, I want to say Penske, <laughs> but I still believe in Ryan Blaney. I think yeah. now that Kyle Busch is gone and that situation, I think Gibbs is going to have a hell of a year. I think they're going to win as an organization. They're going to win 14 races as an organization. Well, to your point, I think Truex was, I mean, he he, he won the clutch. Motivated. Uh, I don't know uh, what his breakup from Sherry Pollux will have 
what impact that will have on Very this year. Very little, it looks why. like. I don't know why they broke up. He don't didn't care about her to on. begin with, so he's just free now. I'm just well, kidding. Well, there you go. He's I'm freed up. Kidding. He's going to get he's gonna get more speed because he's freed up. Is that right? Yeah, and not only so, – he's not going to win it, Travis. It's going to – but I think Hamlin, make, Hamlin and Truex both make the final four. I think four. Hamlin's motivated. And Ham, but Hamlin, even though even though we'll get you that shirt and send you on a plane to Phoenix, Choke. the 11 hat, Travis, <laughs> he's not going to do it. I think Logano is still going to do it. There it is. There There's Travis's is. favorite driver. I will, say this. I will say this on here. And I will say this in a- we have some other ones, too. That's, we got that as uh, some, uh, just some. My children friends. bought that for Travis yeah. because he. That's so sweet of that. I said this in a text. If Hamlin wins the 500, I will jump in one of the two used cars and drive it all the way home Sunday night. Well, and just uh, saying, and I'm just, we'll say in South Florida. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. two out of the three Daytona 500s I have attended, Hamlin won. Well, I'm glad you're not going to this one. No, nope. yeah. last time so I went what? there, Michael McDowell right. won. Now, my my pick for this one, and I think Michael read my notes here. I'm going to be looking at Richard Childress. I feel like that team has made a complete 180. Their attitude is different. Like I said at the top of the show, their drive is different with Kyle Busch coming in. Austin Dillon definitely having that good mentor coming in. He doesn't have a rookie coming in, and he's mentoring him. He has someone mentoring him as far as Austin mm-hmm. Dillon being mentored by Kyle Busch. I think Richard Childress Racing is the team to watch out for this year, and we'll leave it on Charlie before we get onto our playoff grid. I'm going to go with my same team I said earlier, Petty GMS. Michael brought up a good point a minute ago, talking about having a good restrictor plate. Eric Jones ran good at Daytona, Talladega, places like that. Well, and now Noah Gregson knows how to run it for strictly. Exactly. Place. Now, now he's got yeah. a partner to to run with him. Yeah, I think Johnson will be in those races with him, won't he? Yeah. Uh, Johnson, well, Johnson's Johnson's going to be at Daytona, and by all means, I feel like he's going to make the show. They get it. My done guess this is those year. three will. My, my guess is the other two will make sure he makes the show. Yeah. Right. They, they he will get, have drafting help. Wait, doesn't unless, he have a championship <laughs> yeah. provisional? No, there nope. are no provisions. They got rid anymore. of that now. Oh, never mind. Because I know uh, a few years ago, who was it? Who won the 90 Daytona 500? Derek Cope. Derek Cope was in there, and on lap three, he wrecked when McDowell won. Worked, worked for yeah. him for a little while, <laughs> too. It worked for a little bit. But okay. He's kind of a prick. We're not, we're not talking about that right now, Charlie. I, not, I, I met him once, too. He is. He does think a lot of himself. He does. Mm-hmm. Really? He's got a Daytona 500. He's a little guy. Yeah, well, he's got little man syndrome. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> he, does. he was able to aim that pellet gun right at Dale's right rear tire. Yeah, Impressive shot. Impressive I mean, yeah. shot, I must say. Yeah. Okay, in no particular <laughs> order, who wants to start <laughs> off with their top 16? Who makes the playoffs? I did the top four. I'm sorry, I didn't do sixteen. I can I can come in with twelve pillars just to just to have fun. But I have a top four for each series. I'm sorry, I didn't do. Oh, it's all okay. Sixteen. Well, give us a top four, and then we'll go down the line because I got all sixteen right here. Because when the playoffs start, that's when we break it down. Well, here. should we do it this way? Should we should we name a name and see who agrees? Okay, I, I, I tell you what, like all thirty drivers for each series. No, 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 no. Just start with somebody. Start with their okay. sixteen. I got my sixteen. And if anybody right. disagrees, we can chime in. Okay, we'll start I, with the, I, the trucks. I'll go. Okay, we'll start yes. in the trucks. I'll do cup because I got it right here in front of me. And trucks only has ten, right? Yeah. Oh, I only and did. Only has twelve. I only did cup series. Oh, yeah, we'll just do cup. Okay, we'll yeah, just, do just do cup. Okay, so I like, be here all night. And I got them separated by points and wins here. Kyle Busch on wins. Wow. 
You went overboard, like, didn't you? In no particular Kyle, order. This is Kyle, not the seeds of the Kyle Bush for the most wins. Kyle Bush on wow. wins, just like, on wins. Oh, he'll make it in on wins. Correct. Like just a, a win. Correct. Okay, I guess everybody agrees with me there. Chase Elliott yeah. on wins. Yeah. Bubba Wallace on wins. Man, I say no. 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 Okay. No. Nope. I want him to be, but I don't think he will. And I don't. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Kyle doesn't win, but I think he makes it on. I, well, actually, no, I don't think he makes it on points because I think we're going to have more than 16 winners. Interesting. Right. That, that would be very mm-hmm. interesting right there. Okay, A.J. Allmendinger on wins. No, I disagree. No. Oh, wow, geez, my list is horrible, apparently. But no, this is good. This is what the part this is. This is, uh, this, is for, this is what it's about. Kyle Larson on wins. Yes. Yeah. Ross Chastain on wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Denny Hamlin on wins. Yep, Brad that makes uh, uh, that, that keeps Travis sane. Threw up yep. in my mouth, but okay. Brad Kozlowski on wins. Nope. nope. No. Okay. Ty Gibbs on win. Nope. No, I don't think so. I think so. I think so. I think he's already made. I think he made enemies based off the races he ran last year, and yeah, he started off cool tempered in the class, but it won't take long. Nah. No, well, I don't think so either. They banged him around a good bit too. They had the they had the wiring fire issue, which was not the same fire issue as last year. Yeah, that was a nope. team so. That was a different thing. So, I, I'm glad we did not get stuck on that for 20 minutes because... Anyway. Right. Logano on wins. Yeah. Christopher Bell on wins. Yep. Austin yeah. Dillon... Oh. Oh, wait, Michael, are you out on that one? I'm just 50-50. I, I'm not saying no or yes. 50-50. I, I, I don't know. Austin Dillon on point. No. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, maybe. I mean, we'll, we'll wait and yeah. see. Well, on point, uh, no. I think he, he might uh, no, he, he lucked up last year big time. He did. He did. So, but if that whole organization's better. I think yeah, the organization's better. That's him, what I'm you know saying. What? I can see him winning a plate race. Yeah. Yes. William Byron on points. Yep. Harvick on a win. Yep. Breaks mm-hmm. in on points. Nope. I say no on that one, too. Byron, no, neither yeah. rookie makes it. Do you have him in, Charlie? Byron wins in. I got Gregson in, though. In the 16th and final spot to Charlie's probably glee right here, Eric Jones, but on points. Wow. I'm you, didn't have, you didn't have Truex in there? I didn't have Truex no, in there. No Truex, no Suarez. Nope. So I take. I definitely think Truex is in there. Yep. Depending on if he could rebound from last season. I mean, the clash is one thing. An exhibition race is one thing. 500 miles, 400 kilometers at a, is another thing on a road course, on a short track, on a super speedway. It's a totally different thing. Yeah. Uh, you don't have Blaney in there. I have, I, 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 I'll put Blaney and Truex in there. I didn't put Blaney yeah. in there only because, like you I guys said, I, I feel like he doesn't have it. I mean, I, there's something about Ryan Blaney here. Yeah, but, yeah, say he don't have it, but he was also – he don't had the wins to prove it last year, but he was – the most consistent driver. Yes. Year. Yes. Somebody else that I, I think is a slam dunk. I think he's going to win two races this year is Tyler Reddick. Yes. I didn't put uh, any of the, I didn't put neither one of the 2311 guys in. So see friction over there. So I had Chastain, Harvick, Larson, Bush, Elliott, Hamlin, Blaney, Briscoe, Truex, Bell, Logano, Byron, and that's 12. Reddick, Bowman, Suarez, and it's only 15. I need one more. BJ McLeod. No. Cedric. Wow. Cedric on a road course. Cedric on a road course? Wait a minute. Does, does 
And what was his name? Oh my gosh, I totally drew a blank. Briscoe. Does Briscoe win or does he point his way in? He wins two races and Harvick wins three. Oh my. You mean Cody Ware don't make. Oh, I'm take him off my list. Yeah, that's a tough <laughs> one. I, I had him winning it all. <laughs> Here's so, what I have in common. This game of Plowshell Run Site. Right behind Cody Ware. <laughs> and then Willie T. Ribbs is going to come out of retirement. That's right. Uh, how old is he? 70 what now? I bet he could give it to some of these guys. I tell you what. Easy. Whoa, it's a PG show. So I have in common with you, Matt, I have Bush, Elliott, Larson, Chastain, Hamlin, Logano, Bell, Dylan, Byron, Harvard, Jones. That's still pretty good. That's 11 and the same. I'm going to add, instead of Gregson, Keselowski, Gibbs, Wallace, Allmendinger, I have Blaney, Truex, Reddick, Priest wins two races, and on points getting the 16th spot, the 34 car. Ooh, wow, Michael McDowell. I do. I think he's going to do it. If Preston was here, and I think I could speak for Preston here, he would totally agree with you on Front Row Motorsports. And, in fact, he'd probably say Front Row Motorsports is the team that's going to the front right here. They're, they're going to win the championship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I absolutely. They're going to win every race. Uh, most loves, of, loves. I just have to throw something in there that's a little different. Absolutely. Yeah, to be that. honest, it's probably Briscoe instead of McDowell, in my opinion, but. So, but, you know, there's 20 there, – I mean, we got to hear from you, Charlie and, and Michael, but there's probably legitimate 23 to 24 guys that can make it. Yeah. 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 When we're having to pick 16, it's, it's tough. That's it's a tough. lot. So, and I know it's I think the starting. top eight or nine are pretty simple. But you get, you get that 12 to 16, that's tough. Yeah, and I know yeah. we're just at the start of the season. Like I said, at the start of the playoffs, I like to average these and say who has the most – percentage of drivers in that they picked here and it's, it's just fun for me yeah I, yeah that'd be fun of course i got Elian larson byron bowman's out oh uh, nobody uh, said bowman oh you I, did yeah, okay. travis said truex bell hamlin mm-hmm. uh logano blaney priest harvick and briscoe <laughs> no almarola right nope nope Chastain Suarez, I think both the track house guys get in again. Suarez because of a road course, and then he's out first round. I think Bush gets in, but Dylan don't. And then I got I, agree with that. I got both Gregson and Jones making it. You get Bra- Gregson and Jones for a lot of them. Jones could possibly point his way in, but I got I would say both of them win win a race to get in. Yeah, I don't think Gregson would point his way in. He he wins and he's in. I see him could win like a Talladega. You know, there's a lot of first time winners down at that place. Michael, what you got? What was your top four at least? Oh, the top four for a cup. I've got uh, Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, and Ross Chastain. That's my final four. Do we want to go around and say our final fours? I was going to save that until maybe Martin. We're going to do round by round. I was going to do round I- by round. I can't do round by round. <laughs> I think I think we just do final four. Well, our brackets, mine and Matt's brackets got busted wide open yeah, last no year. Yeah. Well, how about how about since you? Why don't you two do your yeah, yeah round of twelve and round of yeah, eight, and we'll round give round. our final four along with y'all. But you, I mean, yeah, you okay. can't change it to what I just said, though, and I, I know you won't. I, I could do yeah. the final four. I could I could throw something out here and see just based on. The clash in last year's runnings, but okay, I'll do my final four. If Charlie will do his final four, I guess. <laughs> okay, who please, wants to- Charlie, please. Travis, who's your final four then? It's tough, but my final four, and it's probably going to get busted right out of the gate. It's okay. Bell, Elliot, Harvick in his last year, and Briscoe. 
Ooh. Two SHR cars. Did you pull those in a box? Or, no, I'm just kidding. Nope. That's a, that's and, a Bell, and Bell wins the championship. Just, wow. Man, I'm not on the Bell wagon. I'm not on the Bell wagon either. Mm-hmm. I go Elliot, Larson, Logano, Hamlin, Logano wins it. That's a, that's a layup. Well, no, okay. I'm sorry if you want me to be right. <laughs> I, I like you, know, you didn't like my four? Why don't you don't like Chastain? You don't like Larson? You don't like Hamlin? You don't like Trex? What's wrong with any, any four of those? I, the bottom line is that none of us know. No, I, mean, I do. Because here's the thing. All the cars NASCAR got already called me. The, yeah. All the cars got yes. redesigned in the front. So who, who knows what's going to happen? What do you What do you? Yeah, what do y'all have? Charlie and Matt. Hamlin. Elliot, Bush. That's his final four. Final four. Final four. Yeah, this is final four. Hamlin, Hamlin, Elliot, Bush, Chastain. Wow. Who wins it? Future champ. Hamlin. I think Hamlin does it. I called it last year. Might have jinxed him, but I think Hamlin. You might as well go ahead and cancel that bracket out. Yeah. (laughs) I would think we pick him every year. That one's busted. He'll probably probably do something stupid like play basketball and tear his ACL. Do you hear the vitriol in his voice? Jeez. There are not many things that get Travis Sherrill riled up. But I've Denny seen it. Hamlin. I hear jealousy in his voice. Denny I've Hamlin seen it. does it. And given the onesie that we sent your daughter, <laughs> if he wins it, I expect a personalized piece of Denny Hamlin gear to arrive at Travis Sherrill's house. Nope, not going to happen. Well, the and onesie- he will wear it. To the next race we had. The onesie, VF, 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 yes, VFX. The onesie you gave my daughter was a Chase Elliott onesie. She wore it once and only once, and then she grew out of it like a weed there. That's, but I got photo evidence yeah. of it, and that was that's, and that was probably more than you should have given it. So we appreciate. No, that. I, I have to, man. It was it, it looked good on her. I tell you that. <laughs> I think she threw up on it the first time. Yeah, like an hour. She was no, no, hard change that. Yeah. No, what happened? I had this y'all. onesie that said "Daddy's Little Race Buddy." For her, she threw up in that. She wore the Chase Elliott onesie for maybe twenty laps. Fell asleep. She was to, to her to her credit. She was only a week old, so it's like ah. y'all are about to lose me because my battery is about to die. All right, let's go oh. with Charlie here, real uh, quick. Final uh, four: Elliott, Byron, Truex. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that fourth. Larson, four. you got three from Hendrick. Screw it, Elliott, Byron, Truex, Blaney. <laughs> Oh my God! Whoa! 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 I mean, I hope you're not. I hope you're not wrong. I, I, I'd, I'd love to see a kid break through. I, so are I, you going to take? Are you going to go? I mean, gosh, all in? You going to push is, all those chips in and pick the twelve to win it? That is some stones. Absolutely. That's too, oh. too soon to call that one. Oh, he didn't go all the way. It's just a tip. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, hello. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not moving to tip of this yet. <laughs> All right. Well, that was our show. Oh, we'll go ahead and head into our final thoughts and wrap up this episode. Fun. Thank here. you. Before we wrap up today's episode, I wanted to remind everyone out there about a partner that has been with Ramblin' About Racing since we were called In the Marbles Weekly Racing Podcast and since we were on the Unhinged Sports Network, and that is Fanatics. Fanatics is your one-stop shop for everything NASCAR, for your favorite driver's t-shirts, hoodies, hats, die-cast, and so much more. But it isn't just NASCAR. I get my all my Alabama Crimson Tide gear from there, as well as my Washington Capitals gear there as well one-stop shop for everything you need any type of sport you need links can be found under the sponsor tab at ramblingaboutracing.com as well as the under the podcast description 
and YouTube description, depending on whether you're watching or listening to Ramblin' About Racing. Head over there right now and get your favorite sports gears need for this upcoming season. Final oh, thoughts here on this episode of Rambling About yeah. Racing here. I can only tell just by that. I just cut out of something that probably was probably appropriate to cut out of. But thanks for joining us here through this uh, extended episode here, but a very fun episode of Rambling About Racing. Really do appreciate you guys from NASCAR Blind Spotting Podcast. From Thanks for having us. Yeah, we should do this more often. It's, I don't think we did it once in the 2022 season. You guys have a great show over there in the Cottle Creek compound right there. Always have fun guests on, always fun to listen to. It's a great show. If you haven't already, go check out Blind Spotting NASCAR podcast. Really worth it. Really fun week to week right there. We're just going to go ahead and wrap up the show here. But before we go, two things. One, we're going to bring back... This week in NASCAR, and if you were noticing that I was fumbling through here, I'm going to bring out the old NASCAR history book. Flip it to February 5th, 1995. NASCAR launches the Craftsman Truck Series with an 80-lap race at Phoenix International Speedway. Mike Skinner, Mike Skinner, I should say, my bad, Mike, becomes the series' first winner after qualifying 16th, and that was February 5th, 1995. The Craftsman Truck Series Uncle was He born. also was their first champion, wasn't he, or was that Ron Hornaday? That was the Gunslinger, I believe. Yeah. Uncle he has a Go ahead and update fantasy standings. I'm leading already. Okay, well, the fantasy standings, if you haven't already, go ahead and sign up for our fantasy league. Links can be found in the YouTube and podcast description below. Make sure to sign up for that. It's for two, I won two years in a row. You, it's for a $200 Amazon gift card, considering that Charlie won last year and he, he cannot have a... Yeah, I win this year. I'm, I'm getting it. No. It if I lead from... Green to checkers, like I did last year. I'm getting the card. Only if you wear the Bubba Wallace hat that I comes with it. No, absolutely. Oh uh, well, then you don't get it. I'm That's sorry. That's not part of it. No, but it is. Nobody not. else that's not a Wallace fan would have to wear that. I run the league. You don't like, you don't like McDonald's? It's right. I'm yeah, I mean, no, he has a problem with DoorDash. I don't like Columbia. I don't like Columbia. Right. That's that's sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, guys, from the NASCAR. Blind Spotting NASCAR podcast for joining us here. Really a lot of fun. If you guys want to jump in the Fantasy League, go ahead as well. It's a lot of fun. It's just on NASCAR.com. Again, links in the podcast description below and the YouTube description. Anything else before we wrap it up here on this episode of Rambling About Racing, guys? Just a quick plug for us. and, and uh, Yeah, go ahead. Is that, uh, we're going we're gonna to be broadcasting hopefully live from Daytona, uh, probably uh, Thursday or Friday, and then uh, we'll put that on the platforms like you guys do as well. But uh, if you tuned in with us, you like hang- hearing with us, you know, don't stop listening to Matt and these guys. They're, they're awesome. But if you want to check out something, too, from Daytona, we're going to be down there and uh, probably broadcasting something live. Uh, on either Facebook or Twitter or both, and then we'll put it on the on the streaming platforms that's, too. That's yeah, awesome. Thanks for having us. 
make sure to make that pilgrimage to the Streamline Motel. My wife and I did that. It was a well worth the trip. We've been there, and it actually backs up to Coates Boulevard, which is my surname. So you know, I guess it was destiny. We tried to stay uh, there. We, we tried to this book, but we may broadcast from the park lot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that <would be> better <laughs> than nothing. <laughs> better than nothing there. Okay, anything right. else from Charlie yeah. or you guys before we wrap it up here on this episode? It's been awesome. Yep, it's been great. I've enjoyed it. We really had a good time. Thank uh, you had for a good, us. Had a good time with you guys as well. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here on this episode of Rambling About Racing. Thank you so much for tuning in, whether you're on your regular podcast platform or YouTube. Really do appreciate you taking the time to stop by and listen to us. I'd like to thank our sponsors for the show, Devos Outdoor Lighting, Extreme Sim Racing, Fanatics, and Stand Up to Cancer for all they do, not only for us here at Rambling About Racing, but for what they do for the Belly Up Sports Network as well. Thank you again to the guys from Blind Spotting NASCAR Podcast for joining us here. And if, make sure to follow Rambling About Racing on all social media platforms Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. All those can be found at ramblingaboutracing.com. For Charlie Herkus, check 8384, Preston Lude, P underscore Lula. Austin Reeves, Austin underscore Reeves 6. I'm Matt Beamer, mbeamer22 on Twitter. Stay safe and have a good rest of the week. And don't forget, next week, John Garrett, Arca Series driver, will be on. 